This is your announcer Chuck Landington, welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. Last week Robin Noah went to see Queens of the Stone Age. This week they went to a UFC show together. It's like a love bus finally came true, except the only skin on skin contact is some dudes in the octagon. Better than nothing. And now, here's the Metal Injection Livecast. Well, well, well. I mean, two friends hanging out is the love bus? No. I was about to say to Chuck, I mean, this is not the love bus coming true. This is Rob in the same place as when he wrote that. He just doesn't care now. I don't think so. I just think Rob doesn't care. He's gotten over it. They're friends now. That it's okay. I'm over it! And, like, I figure it's a good idea for us to hang out so we have stories for the show. We should all hang out. Okay. I'm in. What are we doing? What are the stories? I don't know. We went, we had great seats to UFC. 217, considered the best UFC show yes. of the year. Mm-hmm. The and best? it was over it. Did Ronda Rousey win? No. She's homeless now. Did Chuck Liddell win, defend his cruiserweight belt? Mm. No. All inactive. Dan Severn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. How did Hoist do? How do you know that name? Because his name is fucking Royce. The fuck kind of name? With an R. It's spelled Royce. Yeah. Royce Gracie sounds normal. Hoist. He calls himself Hoist. Maybe in Portuguese, the R is the H sound. It's like he asked Jerry Lewis, how do you think I should pronounce my name? Hoist. Hoist. Hello. <laughs> lady. <laughs> you should pronounce his name Lady. That really fuck everybody up. That's how um Puerto Ricans say... Um, you know how in Spanish you roll the R's and go mm-hmm. So the Puerto Ricans don't roll the R's They go Give me an example Carro Carro is the word mm-hmm. for car They would say cajo uh, yeah. It's like So are they the Israelis of the Latin world? Yes it's, I shouldn't say all Puerto Ricans That's like a certain dialect of Sub-dialect of Puerto Rican dialect So would I be Hubbard? Hubbard. Yes Exactly right I had a friend Who uh, was Puerto Rican But very Americanized When I was a kid mm-hmm. And he used to Kind of make fun of that And he would always say Like the word for di- Diarrhea Diarrhea And he'd go Diarrhea Just out of nowhere Like <laughs> Diarrhea Could we get that guy On the show I have no idea Where he is Damn it It's a funny story About that guy But it's kind of long So we'll do another Let's hear it we have two hours, Darren. <laughs> well, I hadn't... Uh, and everybody's eating snacks, so... I hadn't seen him in a while. Mm-hmm. This is when I was probably 20 now. I knew him as like an early teenager and late teens. He disappeared. None of my friends knew where he was. And I bumped into somebody who knew where he was and said that he moved to Chicago and was like a rent boy. Oh. For like a, like a multi-millionaire guy just living in his house. And Was he a handsome dude? Uh, yeah, he got a lot of girls. I mean, he was like a, I mean, you know, he looked Wait. like, he was like a pretty boy kind of guy. Okay. But I never, like, I never had an inkling that he was gay and he was never out as gay or anything. Gave pay. Yeah, I don't know if he was that or not because I didn't have touch, any touch with him, but he, he uh, definitely was some kind of gay. Was uh, uh, the guy, the billionaire, was it Sumner Redstone? Oh, <laughs> I think he's straight, but who knows? In New York, he's straight. In Chicago, yeah. he's all about the dudes. Oh, he's different cities. He has <laughs> yeah. different... Uh... In the second city, he's all about the number two. Wow. Oh. So he's into mm. duty play? Is that what you're saying? With, with dudes. 
Do do play with dudes. That's what what did what did you think I meant by duty play? D U D E Y play. <laughs> Call of Duty play. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were talking about that hardware store on Avenue Z. Oh, Duty, Duty Home Center. Duty Home Centers. <laughs> it's Avenue Y, Noah. Uh, Get damn. it right. I haven't been there in a long time. <laughs> it's very uh very good store, I have to say. Yeah, in case you're listening, not in New York, there really is a store called Duty, spelled D-O-O-D-Y. Isn't it a chain, like a small chain? I think it used to be a chain, and they're down to one There's store. A small chain of duties? <laughs> is what you're saying? Because <laughs> it is called Duty Home Centers, plural, so there probably is more than one, or there used to be. Come on, no, you should go. You should go take a duty. If, you, a work duty. At a, if you work at a duty, give us a call, 213 Nut. Breast Cancer Awareness <laughs> Month is over. We're back to the wide nut. I always wondered, like, What's people that have to work there and wear that shirt or hat or whatever, they have to go on the train with the duty, the duty on them. They Stop probably t- get to the microphone, Rob. They probably take it off before they leave the building. <laughs> okay, there's the second one in Staten Island. Or are they so numb to it that they're like, yeah, we got duty. Yeah. Uh-huh. Looks like uh, Chris Gethard. We probably. About that. I wonder if he's ever shopped at a duty home center. <laughs> Well, hello everyone. Hello, fresh everyone. Alia, Alia Fresh. We have a special guest on the show tonight, Evan Brewer of the band Entheos. He's going to be calling in, or we're going to be calling him in a little bit. Great, should be a fun time. But yeah, Noah and I went to Madison Square Garden to see UFC 217 after uh, witnessing a live WWE pay per view, sitting there for five hours. Then going to a UFC event for five hours. I have to say the UFC event goes by much quicker. It's because yeah. it's real, Rob. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't that's even not, think it, it is real. It is oh, real. No, I meant it's that's real. Not, <laughs> that's not why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because WWE sucks. Hey, don't you ever speak that way about WWE. It sucks. I, I grew up with it. I am I'm being a harsh, uh, like, a, like when your uncle's an alcoholic. Yeah. You, you want to tell him. It's not that you don't love him. It's get your shit together. It's because he loves it so much that he says this. Yes, I want it to be good. Well, maybe it needs positive reinforcement, oh, Darren. Yeah, I'm sure. And not this verbal abuse. I'm sure they're listening to what I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was uh, very uh, life-altering to watch oh. someone get knocked out in real life. Oh. Like I had never seen that happen. I've mm-hmm. seen on videos and everything. Are you done chewing? Because your mic is muted. I muted your mic because you're chewing into it. Are you done? <laughs> Hold on. Noah. 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 Well, yes. We had a, a review like on our iTunes page that someone complained that we chew on the mic or something like that. So Robert. See, we take your, your critique. I moved my mouth away from the mic. Yeah. But Rob, your first mic with that pressure, with that responsibility comes. Yeah, you you can't you can't snack or or learn to chew in like one part of your mouth and talk with the other part. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So the first fight we saw, there was a knockout by by spin kick, mm. and the guy was just laid unconscious in the middle of the octagon. It was quite a sight to see. I feel. Yeah, and then just to see the stuff that you don't see on TV when like the paramedics go up to him. And, like, yeah. And also, this, since him. it's in New York, the New York State Athletic, the New York State Athletic Commission, it's a mm. bit of a tongue twister. Uh, they're pretty strict, so they they're in there like right away. Make sure the guy's not dead. Yeah, you know, because that's kind of important. It was Saint Prue versus Anderson. 
Noah, did you did you pick up some tips on grappling? Any and learn any moves that you use then at your jujitsu training? Uh, I don't think I learned any moves because we didn't. I mean, uh, George Saint Pierre finished with a jujitsu move. He did the rear naked choke, so we got to see that. But we didn't. We didn't see too much jujitsu. Um, yeah, Rob. But it, it definitely like pumped me up for class so much so that I'm icing my ear because it's all like purple. Oh. Are you now hearing impaired in one ear? No. <laughs> First of all, I don't want to be. Funny. Um, <laughs> 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 Thank you, Shlomo. But I'm not ready for cauliflower ear just yet. What? I said I'm not ready for cauliflower ear. Maybe Shlomo is cauliflower ear. That's why he's hearing impaired. What? <laughs> it all makes sense now. Of course. But it was it was great. It was great energy. And for me, like, I'm not, like, I'm still trying to figure out why it, like, made me so excited. But it's so fun to see them, like, appreciate and respect each other at the end mm. and not, like, walk away or, like, mock the other person but it's... nobody did that no nobody ever walks away yeah no. there was even like one that was like oh we hate each other kind of match but even at the end of the thing like they shook each other's hands and but like how do you know hands. that going into the match because they play like little vignettes just to oh, really? like catch you up you know like if, if there's like a little story between them or you so know, there just... is like a wwe-esque angle to it yeah but it's more like interviewing them and, and and how they prepare for the match and if and what they think of the other person. It's, it's not it's, as dramatic. It is it it's somewhere between a WWS package and like a NFL package or whatever. Just or boxing or, or like a mm. yeah like or yeah. you know like one of those ESPN retrospectives. Uh, but it was good. I was I was actually very impressed with the production, and, but it was still yeah. pretty no frills. Do they come out with um, like music and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like they all have songs, you know, like actual songs, yeah. like li- like they, don't they have their license. Own songs. Yeah, I was telling like, Rob that usually, like when they come out, they come out with like a whole crew, and it's really fast, and it reminded me of Nation of Domination, <laughs> 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 and how they come out. Yeah, they have an entourage. <laughs> Did you say? Yeah, Noah has a plastic bag of uh, ice, ice under like under headphones. her headphones. So why? I... What's going on there, Noah? That's she my is my ear. So I took a picture. We'll put that on the social media later on. Awesome. Area, area code 734. You have to speak up. Noah can't hear you. Huh. Uh, hi, everybody. Hi, what? Hi, how you doing? Hey, who's this? What? 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 Stop making curious jokes, which involve. We'll get to that later. <laughs> oh, yeah, we do. So what's up? What's your name and where are you calling from? Uh, what? Hey, uh... Uh, I just wanted to say that um, I got a new job uh, delivering for Amazon recently, and uh, I work like pretty much 12-hour days every day, and I spend like all day listening to the archives. And I just want to thank you for Aww. making Aww. me laugh all day long at work. Well, so, thank you for wait, at- What's your name? Yeah. Uh, this is Kyle. Oh. Hi, Kyle. Kyle, are you a drone? I was going to ask you. You sit and fly the drone with the... Uh- Dude, some guy asked me that today. He's like, Where, where's the drone? And I was like, I don't know. They, they still are hiring humans until we get outsourced. I don't know. That's cool. Are you So are you like a truck driver? No, they're just like Ford Transit vans. Oh. Nothing special. Do you know anything about those, Noah? Or is that not truck-related enough? Is it, do you have to have like a commercial license? 
to drive that or is uh that... no special license i i did drive a box truck for four years before this job but uh no there's no nothing special that you need for this job oh okay a cab over um yes <laughs> see keep going so kyle where are you in the archives now do you just go randomly or do you, or do you go in order well Oh, dude, I'm loving the archives so much. You guys are the greatest. Um, I am at episode 95 right now. I'm actually, there's a bunch of drops that I want to cut out from episode 92. So you'll be getting those probably next week. So, are, you but, going, um, are you going forward yeah, or backwards? I, yeah, yeah, I'm going forward now. And I remember, Darren, you wanted me to uh, chime in once I got finished going back forward, uh, which way was more rewarding, going backward or forward. Well, give, I'll let you know when I get there. Give but, us the yeah. preview, though. You've gone through 95 forwards now. Is it so far better than going backwards? I'm sorry, what was that? I said you've gotten through 95 going forwards. Am I understanding that correctly? You went all the way back, and now you're going forward again? Correct. All right, so wow. what's the initial perception, like, of the first 95? Is it more cohesive than going backwards? Yes, that's okay. the, exa the exact word I would use. It's a lot more cohesive, and, like, I understand everything, and, like, I get all the references to weeks prior, and it makes a lot more wow. sense now. That would be my thought, too. I mean, I feel like going... I'm glad people listen to us in any way they want, but I feel like the if you're going to listen to the whole thing, I would start at zero, probably. I well, you could start at like one or, or four or five even. <laughs> well, you're embarrassed of those first. Uh... Well, episode zero, I don't even really count. Like we weren't yeah. even, that's not a that's real episode. That was zero. just. It's, right. Yeah. I'm just saying for completionists. Like we were, we were literally just testing the mics. That yeah. episode. Like there but, was, there and trying to figure out why the board wasn't coming through the mix. But there's some funny things in there. And I was in a different room listening online and letting everybody know if it was actually working or not. And I think most of the time it was not. And if Sid came out of that room and said, fuck this, we're not doing it, there wouldn't be no show now. Yeah. I can't hear shit. So do you have a, now that you've gone through it one way, do you have like a favorite era? Yeah, or like where are we in our lives at that episode, I wonder. Is Sean there yet? Uh, um, I don't think so. God, I don't know. I... Honestly, I'm going to be totally blunt right now. I think lately you guys have seemed a lot more, like, topical, and I've been more entertained by, like, the old stuff where you guys just bullshit and talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> I, I enjoy that more than what's in the metal news lately. I, I know that's what gets new viewers and everything, but uh, mm. I, I kind of like it more when you guys just talked about, you know, what's going on in your lives as opposed to what they, like, or, you know, what fucking... Uh, What's going on with Disturbed or, you know? Well, I think, I, I don't think that's anything conscious that we're doing. It's just, you know, we, we're not, we're like, say, we're well, going to talk about this so we can get listening. And also, like, we're older. Some of us are married. There's just less going on in yeah. our lives. Yep. Other than, like, oh, I noticed yeah. a new hairless patch. Like, I mean, <laughs> there's nothing that exciting. Got a new jet shipment yeah. today. Got this weird rash on my foot. I don't know what's going on. And with like eight years, I mean, like we've already kind of talked about stuff, so you can't really go back and talk about it again. But no, sorry to point you. God. I know. <laughs> well, so I had a question actually about some of your drops. I since I've gone through all the archives, I never found the origin of the patty drops. What are those from? Oh, that's from a video where a guy, um, 
He reviews the new Patty, uh, Patty LaBelle, LaBelle yeah. Patty LaBelle cakes that they sell at Pop by KFC. I think it? it was at Walmart. It was the Walmart. sweet potato pie uh-huh. from the Walmart. Yeah, so he reviews it and he just goes ape shit over how good the the the, the Patty LaBelle pies are. So you can just Google Patty. that. Patty, Patty, La- Patty LaBelle <laughs> uh, review, and you'll see. All those drops and more that yep. he, he does it during the visual. I thought we like played the review on the show. We, we did, did, yeah, we did. About a year ago, probably. Yeah. I guess I I must have missed it. All right. You'll get there eventually. Yeah. Greetings. So <laughs> I went to the store after I seen somebody post that Patty Labelle pie. I love Patty Labelle. I love. Shout out to Patty Labelle, honey. <laughs> I went and bought the Patty Labelle pie, sweet potato Patty Labelle. This is the Patty edition, honey. This is the on my own. <laughs> Why did it end this way? So, Katrina, I, I bought you a pie. That. You get this video. See this video. You said buy you a pie, bitch. I bought you a pie, <laughs> bitch. I bought five pies. This guy's also 320 pounds easy. He's great on He's great on Kimmy Schmidt. You're about to make the same joke. I was a similar Titus. Just for theater of the mind, you know, what this dulcet tones are coming out. It's hard to get in this motherfucker. Patty, what you sell this bitch with? We need him to be like Mike. So, I think he's more uh, like oh, wait a minute. street than Titus. Titus is very uh, upscale. Yeah. Yeah, Titus is like more thespian. <laughs> Remember, support black people, um, black businesses. Like Walmart. Okay, so look. Oh, it's so pretty. Look at that. Yeah, Walmart's really black. Yeah, Patty's not supporting Ooh, black Patty's so moist. Come on, Patty. Patty. <laughs> Rob is loving this. Patty He's like in the zone right now. Uh, this is one of my favorite all-time favorites. Yeah, all-time I favorites. what it tastes like. I ain't never tasted so. Here we go. Mm, Patty. <laughs> Patty. <laughs> If anybody knows so Patty LaBelle, tag her in the or video. Or two more things really quick. Patty! Yes, hold on. Go ahead. All right, Noah, I have to thank you for getting me into Falconer. I totally <laughs> love that fucking band now. Woohoo! They're a good band. I'm not going to lie. They were a good band. Um, oh. what is, yeah, I was going to say, are they not a band anymore? What happened? No. They... I know that's a Wikipedia thing, but just if you can summarize like in two sentences. Uh, they just, they called it quits, I think, maybe like two years ago. It's hard to be a band when no one wants to see you play. <laughs> Dude, I, if they ever come around to Detroit, I will totally go see Falconer. Yes, Falconer will come to Detroit for the one person in Detroit who wants to see them. Well, Do you Sid, even have a perch for the Falcon? Noah, I will pay for your ticket. <laughs> Say that again. I said, Sid, you're, I'm going to force you to come, even though I have no way of really getting in physical contact with you. And Noah, I will gladly pay for your ticket. Oh, oh thank you. you. So wait, are you going to pay for mine too? Or are you going to force me yeah, to pay for mine? Oh, okay. Will you fly us out? <laughs> Where is he? Uh, Detroit. Yeah, sure. I'll watch him over the internet. I've Sid. heard good things about Detroit pizza. I'm curious. It's got to be better than Chicago pizza for, mm. for oh, one thing. That's a low bar. Mm. Uh, it's nothing to write home about. Oh, no, never mind. Who told you it was good? 
Um, something on like Travel Channel. Miguel Cabrera. Is on? There's actually a place in Williamsburg that's that has Detroit style pizza that's What's apparently the, really good. What is the style? Does it have smog in it? It's, it's very, broke. It's actually very similar to base, like what Spumoni Gardens pizza is, like the square pies with oh, the sauce yeah. on top. But it's like slightly different somehow. It's supposed to be very good. Overdoing the what? sauce is what kills pizza. There's that. There's a perfect ratio of cheese to sauce. Well, I'm not saying there's more sauce. It's oh. just the plate. The configuration is different. I see. Okay. All right. Never in Detroit. Yeah. Well, I'm sure if if uh, Falconer gets enough responses on their Facebook page, all of a sudden they're friendster. <clears throat> They probably they broke might up no they're Facebook. they're on Facebook oh they may maybe you didn't even go for MySpace no <laughs> I don't know I feel like a lot of bands that like disband always get back together and they're not getting back together yeah usually those bands that get back together were at least at one point popular <laughs> oh. right. Falconer were in that car commercial of some sort what what they were on Metal Blade what uh, car commercial were they in. They were in a commercial for like Toyota or something. Doing right. what? We talked about their song or yeah. them. Mountain Man. Them and the, and their song. Mountain Man. Get a call now. <laughs> the winds of the sun. Mountain Man. Something, something, something. I don't know. <laughs> very stirring. I'm here on a pirate ship. That's all I know. That all right, line well, about the pirate ship. <laughs> Thank you for calling. I love the. Yeah. But anyway, I had something else to say. I forgot what it was. I don't want to take up all your time. I will call back when Evan Brewer's on, though. I got a question or two for him. Great. Okay. Cool. We'll just leave you on hold then. But isn't that too much metal for you? Oh, busted. Topical. Wow, I like it. All right. Well, you know, uh, speaking of the munchies, I'm hungry. Let's talk about uh, what's going on with HelloFresh. HelloFresh is a meal kit delivery service that shops, plants, and delivers your favorites step-by-step recipes and pre-measured ingredients so you can just cook, eat, and enjoy. With HelloFresh, all the ingredients are delivered right to your door in recyclable, insulated packaging and they come pre-measured in handy labeled meal kits. These are so cool. Uh, everything is done so well, and there's no waste. You know which ingredients go with which recipe. Everything is measured just right. It saves so much time. And HelloFresh offers a wide variety of chef-curated recipes, and they change weekly, including the classic plan, which comes with a vi- wide variety of meats, fish, and seasonal produce. Or you can get the veggie plan, which is vegetarian recipes with plant-based proteins. And you can get the family plan, which is quick and easy meals that the entire family will love. Better yet, you can choose a delivery day that works best for you and your busy schedule. And you can even pause your account for weeks at a time. Feel confident when cooking with HelloFresh with these simple recipes printed out Outlined, pictured, step by step, super easy. Like I am not a cook, cards, yeah. but uh, those those cards make it very very easy. And you try things you'd never think to cook on your own. You enjoy eating outside your comfort zone. You pick up some tips that you could use uh, cooking later on, uh, even if you're not doing the HelloFresh. You right? Woo! Get a little up. choked up about HelloFresh, and you can look <laughs> forward to your HelloFresh box delivery as the highlight of your week. 
knowing dinner is just that much easier. And we're smelling HelloFresh right now because today was Christina's delivery date. Mm. And I'm not talking a baby. Okay. I'm talking about HelloFresh. <laughs> When's that date? That's in a couple hours. Christina, she's gonna what deliver are you making today? Baby. Here, let's see. Christina's in the kitchen. She's going to get With her Dinah. recipe card. Which one are you making? I, I just finished making the pasta swirls and sausage. Mm. It smells wonderful. I mean, I'm willing to give you all a taste if you <gasps> like. Not wow. the listeners, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. There's like, you know, sorry. And this passes the Italian uh, test, you know, the sazich with oh, the pasta. Oh, absolutely, because I would never buy things that come in the HelloFresh box. Mm-hmm. And the thing that I love about the HelloFresh box Hello Fresh Box is the little tiny bottles of things that like yeah. Tabasco sauce. Yes, and, and, oh, and, and so uh, cute. You could save them and use use them for storage. Them, yep. It could be a knickknack. <laughs> and while you can't try uh, Christina's cooking, you can get thirty dollars off your first week of Hello Fresh. All you got to do is visit HelloFresh.com, and you enter the promo code Metal Injection Thirty. Metal Injection Thirty gives you thirty dollars off your first week of Hello Fresh. And that's three zero, not the word thirty. Mm-hmm. You don't get too cute with it, all right? Three zero, just leave it. You're there. already cute. You don't need to oh, get cute yeah. with the. F- oh wow! Oh wow! Oh, the, oh what Ooh. service? Rob said you were hungry, and now you have some. And food. three forks she gives us. Okay. Mm. No, it doesn't get a fork. It's okay. I can just share with Rob since we've been hanging out so much. Oh my god! Wow, Baby bird it to her, Rob. It smells so good. No, I just meant I expected one, and we got three. That yeah. was already good. Wow! wow I do that's want delicious. Rob, delicious. Oh my god! Hey, come on! Not save enough for the rest save of some for the rest Christina, of the Christina, we need more. Rob just <laughs> ate all of it. No, I'm kidding. That's good. Thank you. Very good. Fantastic. Wow, smells delicious. And thank HelloFresh. I like that we each got a fork, but they're all mixed up, so I have no idea which ones were used. In- I well, think mine's, I'm using mine's here. Oh, Darren I was, kept his, at least. I was smart enough <laughs> to put it to the side. Which is the safe one, Noah? The curvy or the non-curvy fork? I Rob, which one did I, I you use? I think actually they're both the because I did take Rob's fork because oh. it was on top. It's like we kissed. Noah, yeah. do you prefer when the, the fork curves <laughs> a little bit or when it's uh, perfectly straight? Perfectly straight, please. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it hits the spot better, if you know what I mean. I got you. <laughs> oh. Wow, Sid. There's Sid. more on the Munching plate. Away. anybody else? I'm all right. Am I finishing this, Rob? Some more. All right. Very delicious. We're going to have no. Evan Brewer of Entheos on momentarily. When we're done eating here. No. We'll just have more bites while he's talking about his tones and like what gear he uses. Well, and we can ask what his influence is on. And when, when Jimmy from Peoria calls in and asks if he remembers that time <laughs> that he, was, he met him outside of the venue. Mm-hmm. Brought him a burrito. Oh, well, he's yes. answering that question. Why don't we have those people call in now, and I'll just be Evan Brewer and just answer. Yeah, just get out of the way. Yes, I remember you. That was great. It was great. Thanks. Thanks for calling. Can we just record me saying that and then, like, play that? <laughs> they won't know the difference, right? Yeah, yeah I met you that time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in, and then we have, you can play the guy, where the guy's yeah. from. Oh, Peoria, Illinois. <laughs> Outside the uh, pizzeria, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get Evan on the line. What's his phone number? 
two one three wide nut. Oh, that's true. So close. That's right. If you want to talk to Evan, dial two one three wide nut. While Rob does that, I'm gonna take my contacts out because they're so dry. So just if you have an eye th- issue, don't look at me. I've never seen somebody do this in person. I don't think. Oh, all right. It's weird that you're putting it on Bruno now, though. What's up? How's it going, Evan? It's Rob. Good. How you doing? Good, man. You're on the show with us. Uh, it's not just me. I got Noah here. Hello. Sid. Hey. And Darren. I'm here. Wow. Yeah. A lot of people on here. It is a party. And there's two dogs, too. Lola and Bruno, if you want to say hello to them. <laughs> Hi, dogs. <laughs> well, Evan, it's a, it's a busy time in your life. Entheos, you guys are about to release a new album, Dark Future, out this Friday. That's right. And uh, not Correct. only are you bringing new music into this world, oh. you're bringing a new life into this world? What? That's right. Well, I'm not. My wife is. Right, right. You, you already did your part. Correct. I had the easy part. Now, Is this I- your first baby? Yes. How good sure is, is. is your baby at base prenatally, would you say? Uh, I'd say beginner, but getting there. I mean, we've, we've been working on some stuff already. Have you been playing to your baby? I, I mean, yeah, just because I'm playing around my wife, and I'm sure the baby can hear all that. I, see. And does, does I don't know if I want the baby to play bass, though. I'm not. I mean, whatever. You know, someone has to be whatever. the doctor, right? Well, would, would, the, would, would the baby be? Would you want the baby to play drums or guitar? Like with the drums, you could have a little band, a two piece. I would say maybe something just with a higher ceiling of success, like a, I don't know, piano or something, or like a turntable. Song, maybe songwriter. Like write some songs, make some money. I need. I got to find, you know, I, I need the baby to be successful. Right. Make you got to get, get your investment back. You're putting, you're throwing all this money into this exactly. child. What has this child done for you yet? Nothing. No. Got to do everything for it. Jeez. Nothing yet. What a mooch. That's right. That's <laughs> correct. <laughs> uh, but so, so Entheos is uh, about to go on tour uh, with Whitechapel. And uh, so you're, you're going to be sitting out this story? You're going to be doing a little paternity leave? I'm going to do some of the shows. So I just don't know how many, you know, yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to do as much as I kind of can, as much as I can do safely. Because I'm from Nashville and Whitechapel is from Knoxville. So the tour routing, it starts in Atlanta and it kind of works in the southeast. And then it kind of ends it ends in Tennessee. So I think I can do like the beginning and the end and be close enough to home to where if the baby comes, I can get back in time. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know exactly. And who fills well, in I mean, while hopefully you're out? I'll be able to. Who's filling in while you're out? Is anyone? Uh, they're just gonna play my recorded tracks. Oh, okay. Will there be a hologram or like a picture of you hanging up somewhere? <laughs> Like a big they talked fan. about doing a cardboard cutout. <laughs> but, uh, you know, 
they're not going to do it. Mm, I think that would have been nice, though, for the fans. Do meet and greets with it. <laughs> While everybody else is in the van. Yeah. I would be a little concerned that it would get, like, defaced throughout the tour, though, or something. And then oh, yeah. I'd be up there every night with, like, a stupid mustache or something. <laughs> I could get multiple cutouts. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Those are expensive. Kinko's will probably give you... Right, yeah, I feel like that would be... It'd be like a big deal. I'd have to like pose for it and do all kinds of stupid stuff. So. <laughs> it just seems like too much work. Uh, well, I'm really digging the new album, Dark Future, out this Friday, November 10th. Thanks. Uh, and I'm liking that you guys are kind of expanding your horizons. You're, it's proggy and like weird and futuristic in some parts. And definitely some sounds on here that I haven't heard from you guys before. Were you guys consciously being like, let's, let's see where we could take this? I think so, definitely, yeah. I mean, I, I felt like I liked the band's previous material, so every I want to just preface everything I'm about to say with that statement. So mm. now that that said, I will say I do feel like we were we weren't really tapping the full potential um, of what we can do individually combined and together. Also, with a member change, that's going to change the way certain things are going to sound. Um, but yeah, I feel like we've opened it up a lot more. We actually got together as a whole band and wrote more. And so you can hear a lot more of my influence in there. You can hear Travis's influence in there, um, which Travis's portion of the contribution, I mean, he wasn't in the band, so that's all new. And I wasn't really, aside from writing my own bass parts and chiming in with certain, a few riffs here and there on the older stuff, um, I wasn't that involved in the writing, um, whereas this one, I was a lot more involved. So I just think all that contributes to what you hear. I see, yeah. And also, and I have to say, you know, you personally have been in metal bands for uh, like over a decade now, and and how do you feel in general? Are you like over deathcore, or that 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 deathcore sound has it been done? Has it been explored? Like, there's other avenues to take. How do you feel about it? Well, I mean, I don't know if I'm over it. It's just I'd like to try to make a sound inside of the metal genre that's something that's not really been done before. I mean, I don't say that in like a big, epic, grandiose sense, but just mean, you know, put a few things together and try to kind of carve out a little variation. Because, I mean, it, it, so much has been done in metal and it's been done a thousand different ways. It's hard to act like you're just bringing something completely different to the table because we're all influenced by each other. Um, but I think, you know, there are, there's, there's room to kind of push that medium still. And that's, I'm intrigued by doing stuff like that. I don't really have a lot of desire just to do the same stuff over and over, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's just like, how many times can you do the same like breakdown or whatever? Like I just, I, I personally, I, you know, we get pitches from new bands all the time and it's just like, why, why there's already a band that sounds like this. Do, do you put a yeah. spin on it? I mean, that's a thing in metal. I mean, that's just a thing in music in general. You know, someone comes out with a fresh sound and you get a wave of 
imitators that come behind that. Um, mm-hmm. But and that's not just music. That's you, technology, art, all sorts of stuff. What were you gonna say? I was gonna ask you. Do you think that uh, you know there's like a process? Like you have to go through kind of sounding unoriginal or you know kind of like a band that you really really like and if you just like keep at it eventually you'll kind of grow your own sound because uh, for some people probably and then for some people no because some people just come out and they just sound completely different than anything that's ever been i mean i think about like the early mashuga stuff I mean, when that stuff kind of came out, they were just kind of on their own planet with that. It didn't really seem, you couldn't pin down much influence. Um, That's true. And then there's been, uh, what, like two decades of imitators off of that. And there's other things that come to mind. I mean, we're all pulling from this database of music, you know? I mean, we're all influenced by different aspects of that things that jump out to us. Um, but you know, so some people come in and they want to, they start out loving some band, they sound like them, then they get their own sound. Other people, whether it just be a weird mashup of different people bringing individually different influences sound pretty fresh and unique right off the bat. So I guess what I'm trying to say is, uh, yes and no, not always. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 So what's what's the fresh new sound right now? What do you what do you think? Do you have an opinion on that? We're the hot new licks. Man, honestly, I, I'm probably the wrong person to ask. <laughs> I haven't really been very good at seeking out new music lately. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of a shame too, but it's just kind of where I've been at. You know, I feel like I play a lot of music, so a lot of times when I'm not doing that. I'm not really listening to much. I'm just kind of listening to like podcasts and audiobooks and stuff. So, oh, okay. and going back to things, there's still a lot of stuff that's really old to me, but it still strikes me as like extremely cutting edge and innovative. And it's like no one's ever really caught up to that, even much less surpassed it. You know, like, so I like go what? back to a lot of that stuff when I listen. What do you go back music. to? Sorry, what'd you say? I was saying, what do you go back to? Like, what what is this old stuff? Oh well, I mean, I listen to a lot of like John Coltrane, and like I know that's not really pertinent to like the metal stuff. Yeah, that's okay. But I, I mean, he, he was extreme. A lot of the older, really older jazz guys. Yeah, um, a lot of good riffs. No in one's there. ever gotten even. Say what? There's a lot of good riffs in in old jazz music. Yeah, right, exactly. And um just that tremendous amount of knowledge and the improvisational aspect of it. A lot of I don't really know any musicians that have gotten up to that or are doing things on par with that in the modern era from like a musician y standpoint. I mean I guess on like the metal side of things, um like Frederick Thornton's special defects. I don't know why I keep going to Meshuga related stuff. I'm not like a Meshuga super fan. I do definitely appreciate and like them, but his solo album to me is still just super so, cutting edge. I don't think anyone's even, I mean, that's just one of the best metal related things I've ever heard still. And I still like stuff like, like older uh, Dillinger types and newer Dillinger. I like Dillinger. I like listening yeah. to them a lot. 
when we were first starting to really tour on like a international and national level, it was just a wild time because all these bands were just incredibly technical. It was like, whoa, like every band was like super tech. And it's not really like that anymore. Um, so I listened to a lot of stuff from that era too, I would say. Uh so since you live in Nashville, uh, do you like do a lot of studio work? Is there a lot of like work for for not really down there? I've always lived here, so that's important. I didn't like move here oh, okay. to do music or anything. In fact, it's kind of funny because uh, very little of what I do has anything to do with Nashville. You know, I've just gone this other way, and I I, I feel like I can play. Um, most styles of music pretty competently. Um, but for, you know, as a artist or musician or probably like an actor with stuff like that, you I mean, you hone your craft and you prepare for the opportunities that come to you. And then it's kind of chaos from there. And it, it just kind of, you just go where the opportunities are. And for me, the opportunities have been down this metal um, path a lot and it, there's nothing really going on for that in Nashville hardly so it's always been every band I've been in I've been flying to them you know to rehearse and start tours so doesn't strange. Dave Mustaine's daughter live in Nashville you could hook up with her there's metal <laughs> real rising there. real yeah. rising star you and Electra whose daughter Dave Who? Mustaine sorry I didn't hear it who Dave Did Mustaine yeah. Oh, Dave Mustaine. Oh, yeah. I think Dave Mustaine lives here oh, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Son and stuff like that. There you go. Yeah, whole family. I'm not really. I don't. I don't think I'm gonna be hooking up with him. <laughs> <laughs> Is there beef there? Then? I mean, if, if it, I, actually, I don't know. If, I'm sure he's listening. So yeah, definitely. Dave, give me a call. You know? <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll work that out with Rob Dave. We have him on the phone. We have yeah. I'll pass it along. Let's see if if he'll call in. Uh, actually, yeah, not Dave, too. Talk to Rob, get my number, and we'll let's get something going, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'll, you know, uh, not too long ago, I was just in my car, and I like to just put my music library on shuffle. And uh, one of your one of the tracks off your solo album came came up, which uh, w cool. was all bass, like it was only recorded on bass, right? Like that was the the gimmick. The first one, yeah, yeah, the, the first, first one. one, yeah, and that was so cool. All bass. Uh, and I was just curious if you were working on any new solo material of just like the bass stuff that you do. I have like a third album kind of um, in mind. <laughs> I, I will do one. Uh, and a lot of it is written uh, like, you know, in terms of like a rough sketch, I guess you would say demoed out. Um, but I kind of have in the last for a minute there I had such a head of steam on it that I was thinking maybe I would be able to actually make that and finish that album by the end of the year but I pretty much like completely halted working on that um, lately and it's just because like life has been kind of crazy and I just haven't had a lot of time mm -hmm. um, but the good thing about that solo stuff is it's just me so it doesn't really affect other band members if I'm like not actively working on it and I, I do it for fun you know I don't yeah. expect uh, to like conquer the world with that type of stuff so because of that I don't really impose deadlines and so I don't know I mean I, I, I would say maybe in 2018 I mean there's a lot of material and I like it it's good material it sounds different than anything I've done 
So yeah, that's cool. it'll happen eventually, but yeah. I can't really say when. And it's cool that you're uh, championing the bass, which I feel doesn't get a lot of love in, in heavy metal unfairly, I would say. I don't know about that. Well, yeah, I don't really have a choice because <laughs> that's what I play. And um, I, I've always been a bass player, so I have to champion the bass or else I'm not going to be doing anything. I'm not very good at any other instruments. I always, uh, like I, I always wondered... Uh, why do some bass players use a pick and the other ones use their hand? I mean, I know there's like the percussion aspect of it, but like, is it cheating if you're using a, a pick or or what? Some people kind of think you shouldn't use a pick on bass, but I play with a pick sometimes. I play with my hand sometimes. Hmm. I think they're both very distinctly different. And there's pros and cons to both. So I I want to be able to do both. But to answer your question of why, I think some people, some bass players are kind of like guitar players first, mm-hmm. and they're like sort of bass players, and they play bass from like a very much like the guitar player is just playing the guitar part in a single note form on the bass. So a lot of those guys are using picks because they're playing the guitar with picks, so they never even really learned how to play a bass finger style, you know? Um which is fine too. I'm, I don't look down on them. It's it is what it is. And other guys are doing it in conjunction, kind of like I guess the way I approach it, where it's a different sound, a different aggressive um, quality to using a pick. Um, so it's nice to be able to do that at certain times. So some people are choosing to do it, and, and some people are kind of doing it out of limitation. That would be the answer to that, I guess. Cool. Uh, well, we have a, a caller on the line who was a fan, Kyle. Are you there, Kyle? I am here. How's it going, Evan? What's up? Hey, so uh, Rava kind of stole my question, but I just want to say that uh, I'm a big fan of yours and uh, have been since uh, you were in the Faceless, and uh, I definitely love your uh, solo album. I've showed it to my whole family, and they all love it. My grandparents actually have it in their car, and they play it all the fucking time. <laughs> nice. And, uh, yeah, like but I just want to say I really appreciate your music- musicianship, and uh, I think you're a great player, and uh, definitely digging the NCO stuff, and uh, hoping to catch you if you happen to come through Detroit. Oh, thank you very much, man. Um, I'm not sure if this tour comes through Detroit, but or if I'll be there because of the whole kid thing, but I'll tell you. I would like to meet you when I do come through and I really appreciate that. And thanks for showing it to people because that goes a long way. Yeah. I think it's a timeless album. I mean, I could listen to that pretty much anytime. It's great stuff. It's timeless. There you go, awesome. Kyle. You got to bring your uh, you. grandparents to the show. And it is a very good thing because grandparents yeah. definitely still buy physical media. <laughs> yeah. right. They're not illegally downloading. <laughs> so those are loyal customers. Yeah, you want the grandparents yeah. for yeah. sure. Do you have That's a big deal? Phonograph uh, records. Yeah. I didn't know we could take callers. That's pretty cool. I feel like Doctor Drew or something. I like that. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Let's, let's love take, lines. Let's take another one. Love lines. Area code six one nine. Do you need love advice from Evan Brewer? <laughs> Wait, no. I just called in to listen. <laughs> But do you have you been having any issues in your personal life? Yeah, like anything going on in your love life you want to talk about? Or a about? crazy coworker or anything like that? Uh, no, I'm 
Oh, my life looks pretty good right now. Make I've something up. Happily in a relationship for five years. Is this Guillermo? That's good. You you want to be monogamous because that's what they say you're supposed to do. It's Hugo. <laughs> okay, Hugo, we'll put you back on hold. Uh, Hugo, well, go start a fight with your girlfriend so you can come back and tell us about it. <laughs> uh, Evan, thank you so much for taking some time uh, to hang out with us. We're going to play some new Entheos, and then I want to play a little bit of your... Uh, solo stuff but uh, uh, thank you again and, and good luck with the band and, and the baby and the, you know, the life the baby. yeah congrats thank you guys and I appreciate you for having me um, thank you very much and thanks for everything you guys do uh, for musicians and helping us you know get our message out there I appreciate it very much I really appreciate that you're welcome it's our pleasure <laughs> there's a lot of appreciation here Aww, tonight love Rob I appreciate you oh thank you all right I thought he was talking to me but all right uh well we'll let you go Evan thank you again have a good one yeah it, it ended up turning into like a real love line thing. Like, <laughs> it really so did. to speak all right all right guys have a good night we'll see you later you too bye all right, that was Evan Brewer. The band is, of course, Entheos. Dark Future is the new album. It's out this Friday. And by the way, Sid, uh, while during the break, you and I are going to go out and hand out Entheos flyers, right? All right. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here's The World Without Us from Entheos. Thank you. 
Chuck Landington. Just when you thought it was over. Just when you thought we were done. Just when you thought it was safe. Man. There's a whole second hour left to go. Let's return to the Metal Injection live cast. Here's the show. Thank you, Chucky Baby. Chucky Baby on point as always with the Ja Rule reference. That song, by the way, Next year, we'll be 15 years old. Jesus. Wow. It feels older than that already, what? right? Like, that's such a dated song. Yeah, it was it, dated the second yeah. it was recorded. It feels older in staleness, yeah. but not it, mentally. It still doesn't feel like it's been 15 years we've been cracking on it. I don't know. To me, it, I, <laughs> if, I, I can't remember, remember a time when I wasn't cracking on that song. <laughs> that goes back to our old show on the radio, yeah. in the college. Yeah. We were cracking on that track. So, crack track. That, that song oh. has brought us so much pleasure. Well, pleasure is not the word I would use. Making fun of that song. <laughs> the song itself. If you're yeah. a newer listener, this is a collaboration between Metallica and Ja Rule. This is real. This is real. Not making a sense. But it's not really a collaboration. It's cut face. Yeah. Metallica just sent their crack. Just when you A nice uh, departure from Evan Brewer and Entheos. A little different contrast and styles there. Sick sick bass tone. Because I'm a rock star, baby. Born in the USA. (laughs) (laughs) It's coming up, right? Is Ja Rule in prison still? Is he? I don't think so, but uh, I think that? they're there. Aren't they like doing a documentary about that fire festival? Oh, can I? Yeah, I can't boy. wait to see that. Yeah. Uh, doing a documentary on it? About the disaster of it. Oh, boy. Get it, can you let it get to where James Hetfield sings and we'll, <laughs> we'll drop it? <laughs> 
coming up. Do you mean that part or what is like? What else does he drop? Damn, burn, damn. What? 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 Wait, what? Isn't that Ja Rule saying no, that no, part? No. Whipping boa. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. We've never gotten this far into the song, I don't think. Yeah, we have. Wipe that smile right off your face. You <laughs> did it better. Thank you. So this is that when that James, the era of James Hetfield when he when he had that real affected like everything was like yeah yeah, yeah boy. <laughs> also, it does sound like very processed his his vocals. Oh. That's because he recorded on his phone. He wasn't even in the studio. Remember, they just like sent it to each other. They, they were on ISDN line. It was on a next ISDN spell. is actually a clear line. I know. Doesn't make sense <laughs> Not now. Clear. It's on dial-up. A dial-up line. He did it from one of those hamburger phones that the kids used to have. <laughs> He's in his kids' room. Uh, he would have that. Using like a Fisher Price microphone. Uh, hello, uh, this is uh, this is uh, James Hetfield's manager. We have the tracks now. I'm gonna send them on over. <laughs> oh, okay, great. <laughs> uh. Are you getting them? Yeah. Uh, the file okay. size was too big for his AOL email account, so we had to do it this way. Welcome. You've got Metallica's tracks. Oh. <laughs> Wipe that smile right off your face. <laughs> I forgot about that part completely. He's like that broad from the, the uh, Williamsburg song. Girl. Oh, no. Girls. <laughs> Brooklyn, girls. girls. <laughs> you know the rule of how you were. She definitely had a hamburger phone. <laughs> Wipe that smile right off your face. But she didn't have a landline because she didn't want to pay for it. True. Since she has a cell phone. Because <laughs> her broom closet apartment costs $3,500 a yeah. month. That's why. Right. <laughs> That's what it is to live in Brooklyn, kids. Never more your Brooklyn boy. Never more your Brooklyn girl. <laughs> <laughs> That's her follow-up track. Yeah. Speaking of Brooklyn girls, Sharon Osbourne. Is she a Brooklyn girl? No, she is not at all. Uh, well, so this is a weird story on a competing website that's not Lamb Goat. No. Metal sucks. But uh, no. Well, they're not. Com- I guess Lamb Goat and Metal sucks aren't really competition. But uh, so the head, like, it's Sharon Osbourne wonders why Harvey Weinstein never behaved inappropriately towards her which it's like poor woman which i have to say that's a great troll headline unintentional troll i feel because she said that in the she's trolling herself well she said it in an interview but to phrase it that way in a headline you're just welcoming insulting comments you are but i feel that anyone who reads the article will come up with that same conclusion well, here's what she said about the whole Ari Weinstein thing, which if you've been living under a rock, he's a Hollywood executive who's been accused by many women of very much inappropriate, 
very inappropriate conduct. Uh, in some cases, rape. Yeah. In some cases, rape. assault and rape. Everyone but Sharon Osbourne has been raped by <laughs> Harvey Weinstein. So she goes, I never had a problem. And then part of me thinks, what's wrong with me, Harvey? She's a, she's a Monty oh Python God. pepper pot. He never did anything like that to me. Harvey never touched me. Harvey, <laughs> what's wrong with me breasts? <laughs> you sound like you sound like John Cleese doing mm-hmm. a, a British. <laughs> <laughs> hello, hello. But then you think about it, and you realize. It's because the type of woman you are. I covered me nips in Wizzo butter and he didn't even look at me. <laughs> I showed him some of my veiny knees. <laughs> he did not take. That's such a specific female critique but of wait, Sharon has <laughs> veiny knees. Probably does. She's older. Spider veins. Woman. Women get spider, like mm, very close veins. I have a couple. Oh. I stuffed me vagina with steak and kidney pudding. (laughs) And he didn't even so much as glance at me. Those were just her actual kidneys. (laughs) They were Ozzy's kidneys. (laughs) I tried putting them on the black market. So wait, finish that quote though. Because like, what is she? Is she about to like compliment herself at the expense of all these victims? Yes, she is actually, which is why I wanted to read this. Because it's so crazy. But then you think about it, and you realize it's because of the type of woman you are. I've never faced any sexual abuse, but I think I've always given off a particular vibe that says, Don't mess with me! If a man had ever tried, he would be dead! No question! I'll I'll cut your bleeding pecker off, I will! <laughs> well, she is the. Worst. I mean, the first like you're really inviting the type of commentary. I feel the comments would say something like, "Yeah, no one's ever touched you because have you, have you seen when Sharon Osbourne looked like twenty yes. years ago or now?" But well, she says that too yeah. in the beginning. She goes, "Well, what's wrong with me?" Right, and then she, I guess, like rationalized it and said, "Oh well, clearly." Could you? Imagine being in the interviewer's position in that specific moment, because she says, "What's wrong with me?" Then there's probably a pause. Yeah, they're both looking at the floor. He's probably like, "Does she actually want me to answer?" Oh, you're horribly butt ugly. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Is that hypothetical? I didn't know there was more. I'm sorry. (laughs) But I also feel that this is. Is there more before? That that was it. I feel like there's. This is very insulting. What she's saying because all these women. Have been raped? Is that or whatever? Not all raped. Well, but she's saying, all been, yeah, like she's they saying, she's raped. They're, they're weak. Yeah, like she, they're all of them are you are are incapable or unwilling to defend themselves. Well, like he you're was the, he was prying on, preying on, preying on uh, women with whom he had a, he was in a position of power right. who he was like, oh, I can make you famous. But I don't like, doubt Sharon it. But she doesn't need that shit. But they were also much younger than him. Yeah. Well, that's a shitty thing to say anyway, even if it's yeah. true. Agreed. I feel like this is such a touchy subject yeah, that just, it's not right just, to make the joke. Right. Mm-hmm. Or like, don't like, like equate yourself to it unless you have like a firsthand experience. Yeah, yeah she should also, just keep well, her like, mouth shut. Yeah. Like, like how, to me, it's just... Uh, 
just oh i see they worked they worked with the the weinsteins promoting concerts and and the weinsteins were producers on the osborns uh, so i guess they worked together she's like why why did you never harass me what's wrong with me what's wrong with me i wash my bum bum i don't smell like fish and chips at all I shaved me butthole for him. Oh, Harvey, right, Harvey, Harvey, Harvey! Come and lick me shepherd's pie, Harvey! <laughs> oh. I'll scream out no the whole time! Like a German shepherd. Oh. 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 God. Oh, okay, so I clicked through... I clicked, <laughs> Any other British I, foods? I, I clicked through to, to the full article, and she's talking about... Her uh, procedures, her plastic surgery. And she says, I do this for one person, myself. <laughs> I spent years looking like an Oompa Loompa. <laughs> I am not doing it to get a man. Uh, I don't think she's trying to look like an Oompa Loompa. <laughs> here, she? this is a weird line by the Daily Mail okay. here. It's, Listen, she's not male. Okay, yeah. that's insulting. No, that's a uh, that's a, a. Oh, it's the newspaper. I'm yeah, sorry. I'm sorry. I thought you Britain meant, called. The I Daily thought you Mail. were saying that Sharon Osbourne looks like a male. No, no, that's. Not I apologize. Uh, although Osbourne <laughs> is a staunch feminist, she has always been open about undergoing a range of cosmetic surgeries, including gastric bands and facelifts. Being a feminist and getting plastic surgery are not. Yeah, like agreed. counter, like you could be a feminist and be into plastic surgery. Well, isn't it yeah. sort of playing into uh, the like you know patriarchal uh, stereotypes about how women have to look if you get plastic surgery? Not in like well, what she's saying. She's saying she, she, saying she does it for she, herself. Yeah, she has stuff she doesn't like, so she's fixing it to okay. her likeness. All right, just being devil's advocate. I don't but know. no, no, no. I, I, yeah. I, I got. What you're I think that's what they're implying. But I, right. I'm saying I would disagree with that. But where does her desires of what to look like come from? From society, no? Hmm. <clears throat> you think she just imagined? No, society was going to put those opinions on her, but then it saw her, and she looked like, <laughs> fuck off! Society turned right around when they looked in my face! <laughs> and then society saw her daytime talk show and also went the other <laughs> way. <laughs> Society is just like, Sharon, we're going to leave you alone in jail. No men are going to watch this show on my watch. <laughs> oh my God. Only 45-year-old secretaries are going to watch this show. <laughs> Until they find the remote control. <laughs> 45-year-old secretaries in offices where the remote is missing. Yeah. We need a show that will attract all the spillover from The View. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um. <clears throat> So that so when did she uh, remind me what the plastic surgery was and when she got it? Oh, she's facelift, got, facelift like, over she's time, got boob augmentation. I don't like what. <laughs> trying to well, picture. she had breast cancer, so I think she got like all right. Boob. That doesn't count. That's like that's not even cosmetic. No, no, no. That's, but I'm saying she got a boob job right. to like yeah well, counteract you, the lack of. Tits. But that's understandable. Yeah, said. she was just. Uh, but definitely facelifts and like uh, lipo, I guess, or gastric bands. I guess mm-hmm. she said. It's, have you ever considered that, Rob? I've considered it definitely. Really? What? I mean, I, I, I thought about kidding. it. It's crossed I thought your about mind. Getting, yeah, like not like looked into costs. Or you whatever. haven't gotten that close. To yeah, that. but I've thought about lipo. Sure, lipo. Well, a gastric good. band is is uh, it's like a it, if anything, it seems like a safer 
thing because no, it's just it's like not. it sh- shrinks, shrinks your stomach a little. So you, uh, yeah, lipo's no good because if you don't address what's making you fat, then you you take the lipo out and then you put it right yeah. back in. Yeah, it's also that's, trauma on your body. Gastric Rob likes that dangerous. though. We've already covered yeah, that. Oh that's yeah, true. that's true. <laughs> it's certain, to a point. You ever think of putting a gastric band on your cock there? No, but then ultimately I'm like, no, that's ridiculous. And like the potential for something to go wrong yeah. uh, is not worth the risk for me to to do it. And then I'm just like, oh, just go to the gym. Just, just do it. Gym. Just eat less. Yeah. Or eat less. Yeah. All that. Uh, <laughs> or just develop like different patterns of eating. Don't tell me how to live my life. Fine. <laughs> Don't you want Avi to look at you? Avi! 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 Come put your tartar sauce on me fish and chips. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, Harvey with his tartar sauce. <laughs> rubbing his little pecker. He puts his tartar sauce in potted plants. <laughs> just anywhere. Oh. And apparently I was like a private investigator to like. Oh, my God. Yeah, I God. saw tweets about this yesterday. Yeah. What's the deal? He, uh, I didn't read the story. but He got a, a company, uh, a whole company of PIs and ex-Mossad agents who um, one of them was a was a this was the craziest story. One of them was a woman who went was it Rose McGowan. She went to Rose, Rose McGowan, McGowan or yep. somebody. Oh, I don't know if it's Rose McGowan. It's one of the women that accused so her. multiple women actually multiple right. women. They they infiltrated these women's lives and like tried to get info on them. Yeah, one of them you, said that she was like a like a woman's organization person, like trying to contact her to oh, do some work with them and. They, they set up a relationship in order to feed information about just to have dirt in case they threatened to co- go. I don't public think it was so much them? dirt. I think it was uh, what they were gathering information on what she was going to say about Harvey Weinstein. Oh my god! And like try to dissuade her from saying anything. Could you imagine being that rich? <sighs> they just have money to throw out. Where, doing that, you're yeah. rich enough that you're okay with assaulting every woman you meet because you know you could pay for it, and then on top of that, you could hire an entire. Security force That's To follow all of the hundreds of women you've assaulted Capitalism needs to die Good like lord yesterday Yeah <laughs> Awful Thanks, Rob. Awful <laughs> What? I don't know Somehow it's your fault You are responsible for Avi For Avi? Why won't like... Avi look at me? Four more facelifts immediately not a terrible idea. She wants to attract Harvey so she could tell him to fuck off. She wants. She doesn't want to fuck Harvey. Yeah, she just wants the. She wants the attention so that she can give her the, give him the steely eyed gaze and, and then go to the media about it. Right. Say, what, say what? What a badass she was. Oh, I want to be. <laughs> I want to be less intimidating so that I can attract attention and then be intimidating. Boy, she fucked up. Yeah. Anyway. What else is going on in the news, Robert? I was just trying to see if there was any more in this Sharon article, but it's mostly... It's, there's a lot of... They did a huge profile on her in the Daily Mail. Why, all of a sudden? Who I don't, cares? I don't know. Okay. Is it like her 80th birthday coming up or something? <laughs> I guess not. 
Who? I'll take your silence as Sharon? enough. Sharon Osborne. Is, is she, she really that close to 80? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, is I wanted she to. still married to Ozzy? Are they still together? Yeah, yeah. They got back together. They're fine. Oh, uh, Darren, oh. if you could load the uh, Dave Mustaine link I sent in, in our thread. I, oh, okay. d- I did want to quickly read this, and then we could uh, go over some voicemails. We also have the um, one of our listeners asked us what we thought of the Larry Dave. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was going to be in our Q&A section. Section. Well, uh, there's a there's a story, and uh, the headline was Dave Mustaine says he isn't a political songwriter, and uh, so uh, he was asked recently uh, how the lyricist in you has been reacting to all the recent political unrest, mm-hmm. and Mustaine responds, "Do you have it? Yes, I do." <clears throat> <clears throat> It's funny that you bring this up because it became clear to me several years ago (laughs) that when you start talking about politics, you immediately divide your audience in half. And what in the beginning was, you know, quite tongue-in-cheek kind of one-liner stuff started to, unfortunately, (laughs) define me as a songwriter. Now people think that I'm a political songwriter, which I'm not. What? Rob, how does it feel to know that while he was giving that quote, he was thinking specifically of you? Oh, that feels nice. Well, I just thought of all the ridiculous political things he said a few years ago. But that's also his his new album is called Dystopia. Yeah. (laughs) Like, how is that not a political statement? Right. He's not saying if that's good or bad. The, his album two two albums ago was United Abominations. Whether he's saying something about it at all, it makes it political, doesn't it? If it's good or bad. I, I like know. dystopia. It's still a political statement. But is he saying who caused the dystopia? No. But then I really belong to the camp, you know, that everything is politics. So it's always silly sure. when people go, you know, oh, there was just a shooting. How can you talk about politics now? No. And you know, how are you playing politics with gun control? It's well, like, also, my, my thing with that specific argument is that why is that political in the first place? Right. So I want to point out some song titles, just song t- titles from this not Michael political- Dukakis sucks dick. That was one of his songs. That was all right. That was a political song. That was weird. <laughs> Sorry about that one. I like that you got the Dukakis reference in on the live cast. 1988. He had my vote. Dystopia, you were too young to vote. Me, but he would have had my vote. Mm. He actually wouldn't have. That was the first year. Oh no, that no, that was before I could vote. First year I could vote was Clinton. First Clinton right. term. Uh so few song titles off Dystopia. The threat is real. Bullet to the brain. Uh-huh. Lying in state. Uh-huh. Foreign policy. <laughs> well, what are the lyrics though? The Emperor. And then my favorite post American world. What are the lyrics though? Lying in state is not really a political one, but the other ones are. Lying, not laying, lying. No, lying means, lying in state is when you're buried, uh, you buried in a, in a government But maybe he's doing uh, wordplay. Ah. You know how Dave likes wordplay. I don't want to hear the song to find out. Please, <laughs> turn it off. Turn it off! I want to read this, uh, that they wrote in the article. Uh, in 2012, Mustaine endorsed secession, declared himself a birther, <laughs> accused Obama of staging the tragic shootings in Aurora and Wisconsin, oh. 
in order to turn the U.S. into Nazi America, spoke out against gay marriage, <laughs> encouraged African women to put a plug in it, and endorsed Rick Santorum for president. In 2014, he recorded a cover of the United States National Anthem for a conservative documentary. And in 2016, he backed Bill O'Reilly. In what? So, you know. He said he really liked Bill O'Reilly's show and he wanted to be on it. Oh, well. Nothing too late for that, that, bud. You'd be on the podcast, I guess. He would. <clears throat> he would. Oh, he has in this article, Breadline. <laughs> The worst Megadeth song ever made. Breadline? Breadline. It's from Risk. Okay. You want to play a little bit of that? Yeah. It's a very political song. You ain't got no job. You got no smoke. The worst, literally, no exaggeration, the worst Megadeth song ever recorded in Megadeth history. You ain't got a car. It's life's a joke. Fucking Everclear song. This world's just fine. Forgot what he did. That's long red line. My daddy owns a garden. (laughs) Daddy never loved me. It's Dave Mustaine singing on a television in the video in the store of a window of a pawn shop while poor people and mostly black people walk by. This is his, like, born in the USA. I'm standing on the bread line. I I forgot that. Do you think that Dave Mustaine ever stood on a bread line? No. Oh, for fuck's sake. Who stood Nobody stands on and a And is bread. he asking for handouts? This is a rich man's idea. Did you ever hear what, uh, what John Mulaney said about Trump? Yes. He said Trump is a poor man's idea of a rich a person. A hobo. A 1920s yeah. hobo's <laughs> idea of what a rich person this is. This like, is yeah. a rich man's idea of what poor people yeah. are. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the bread line. What the fuck? Is there a bread line? There's no more no, bread line. To be fair, I have relatives that probably stood on the bread line. Okay, like in, yeah. In, in a pogrom. In Russia. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God. Fucking 90 years ago. <laughs> the breadline sits grandparents are on the breadline. Maybe like the government cheese line? Yeah, guys, don't you... I, don't, you're taking this out of context. I was talking about Sid's family. <laughs> <laughs> what year was this released? 99. God. All right. Oh, you know, I remember I went to CMJ that year and I went uh, to a metal panel. And literally all anybody on the panel wanted to talk about was how shitty this album was. <laughs> wow. Like, no matter what the question was, people just brought it back to why is this album so horrible? This was the album that had Goldberg's uh, theme music on it. Oh, my God. And that's when Goldberg was hot. It was in 99. Oh, I didn't know that. Crush. Crush him. Crush him. Crush him. Crush him. You got that? Is that song political? <laughs> Crush Dukakis! Crush him! Crush Mike Dukakis! <laughs> I hate African women's vaginas! It's gonna be a drop now, Grace. Speaking of African women's vaginas, by the way, did you hear Rick Perry's comments earlier last no, week? Oh, what? Remind well, he me. said if there were was more fossil fuel in oh, yes. 
Africa, there would be less sexual assault. Oh, yeah, because there would be lighting The lights would be better. And nobody does that stuff if the lights are on, like, literally. That's all. Ruled by morons. Yeah. Hope everybody voted today. Can we uh, raise the volume? We don't get to vote against Rick Perry. He consulted with Sharon Osbourne. She's like, I've never been raped in daylight. (laughs) So he's like, all right, well, then that's what it is. I have to wonder. Why haven't I been raped in daylight? Because you think if he'd have never been raped at night time either. (laughs) Ozzy, turn out the lights so I can get raped. Ozzy probably thinks he's raped her a few times. She just like slept through it. Ozzy, that's the leftover liver from last night. (laughs) Take your penis out of it. Take your John Thomas out of that liver. Immediately. Do you think she ever puts the leftover liver in the bed where she goes just so she can fuck that instead of her? Ozzy, her come, alone? come to bed. Me legs are spread. Come and get it. I'm wearing that saran wrap you like so much. Sure, I'm no fucking blind. That's a liver. <laughs> Damn it. He still fucked it. But Sex he, again. He Stuff. All right. Delicious. I may be coked up out of my mind and at 94 years old, but I can still see that's a fine liver. Let's <laughs> get the pate. Or is it even want to fu- eat your cooking? You think I want to fuck it? <laughs> that's way too coherent for Ozzy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was looking up uh, Aaron Brewer to do like some research, and I found that there was a three-year-old boy that was abducted named Evan Brewer. <laughs> oh, no. Recently. Yeah. Oh, so it's not him grown up? No, it's right. not that. It was in the last few years. I thought somehow you were going to say through your, your research, you found out that he abducted a three-year-old boy. Oh, no. You've got no. the evidence now. It's not Ian Watkins. <laughs> oh. It was actually this year. It was in September. Did, oh, that's recent. He, Body, I guess his body was found in September. Oh, yeah. bummer. Found encased in concrete. Oh Damn. Oh, my God. Yep. He must have done something to the mafia. <laughs> that poor hey, uh, baby. hey, kid. We hear you've been uh, skimming off the top there. Sharon Osbourne's like, I've never been encased in concrete. Why? More facelifts. <laughs> they What's come- wrong with me? Then? They come to me with the concrete, but then they say I don't get messed with. <laughs> they take that concrete to the three-year-old boy. Ovi, Ovi found someone else to intimidate <laughs> with his concrete. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Pushing around those three-year-old babies, are you? Real big man, come and step to somebody that's intimidating. (laughs) Oh, go ahead and touch Rose McGowan on her boobies, why don't you? Sure, go ahead. Oh, Harvey. Rest in peace, Evan. No Mossad agents are following me around. Because <laughs> I'm intimidating, right? Right, that's it, right? That's a word for it. <sighs> More facelifts. Uh, well, Bacon and Nays, uh, if, we, if we could 
transition bacon, bacon and mayonnaise. Mm. Transition uh, off Avi. Avi and Cheryl. <laughs> Cheryl, what is she caged? Cheryl. <laughs> Oh uh, so Bacon and Nays asks, I'd like to hear your guys' thoughts on Larry David's Holocaust jokes. Should we just play uh, SNL. Yeah, let's play them. Okay. So Larry David hosted SNL this week. It was a little disappointing. Not going to lie. Yeah. yeah I'm, By yeah. the way, I'm glad there was a time cue on that email because I was... I mean, I was falling asleep. It was rough. It was rough. I got it. I watched the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 5.30. St. John, you never know in a million years. (laughs) You know, I've always, always been obsessed with women. And I've often wondered, if if I'd grown up in Poland when Hitler came to power, and was sent to a concentration camp? Would I still be checking out women in the camp? Can we pause it for a sec? Already such a convoluted yeah. Yeah. premise. The setup is very hacky. The setup also, is like four layers. Mega hacky. Can also, I also, there's no if to, if he was born in Poland at that time, would he have been sent to a camp? You would have been the first one, yeah. sir, yeah. that they would have sent to a camp. There's no, 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 no. He's saying, if I were born in Poland and, and sent to a camp. And sent to a camp. Would. Yeah. I know, but I'm just yeah. saying there's no if about it. If he was born in Poland, he would have been. He'd be on the propaganda sure. poster. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. He would have been the reason that other people were also sent to a camp. <laughs> okay. Going. That's my tasteless Holocaust joke. Yeah. Hey, Shlomo, Shlomo, look at that one over there by Barrett Say, Oh, my God. Stop making gorgeous? Jewish jokes, oh. first of all. Oh, I've had my IR for weeks. Yeah, I, I, I've been, I, I'd like to go up and say something to her. Of course, the problem is there are no good opening lines in a concentration camp. How's it going? <laughs> They're treating you okay? <laughs> you know, if we ever get out of here, I'd love to take you out for some latkes. <laughs> you like latkes? Uh. What? What'd I say? Is it me or is it the whole thing? It's even worse when you just hear it it and you don't see the video for some reason. I guess maybe the hand gestures make it a little more tolerable. Not really. You know, and Rob and I talk about this all the time in general about how offensive humor, like I'm more, I'm very open to offensive humor. Mm -hmm. The more offensive, the better. I'm more offended by bad comedy. Yeah. 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 Yes. And I feel like this is an example of Let me that. ask you this. Yeah. If I played you that and said that was Lenny Bruce in 1962, you'd be probably more okay with it. Yeah, sure. But in 2017, this is very it's weird. like, why? How does this even come up? Yeah. And then earlier in the set, he did a whole thing about fu- the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, huh? His monologue. What, Where like, does this material I, I come from? I think we should preface this. All of us are very big Larry Davis yes. fans. Yes. Well, Huge. less after this season of current. I like it. Still. You told me that going in, and I was it's very pretty weak like, so far to me. dampened. And I've seen all the episodes that have aired, and I loved oh. it. I think it's 
I, w- I would say there was one episode, the last one that just aired was not all that great. The ending of that one left me completely baffled. What, remind me what happened. Where the, the his neighbor walks up at the car wash and it turns out that it was the neighbor that was riding on his car. Oh, uh, have you not seen this oh, the, episode? No, I, I didn't. I don't remember the Did neighbor. The mail, mail oh, I think we stopped that one in the middle. It was when it said, watch me, and he wrote, blow yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was we stopped thing. it in the middle. Okay, so, okay. so I'm sorry. I won't spoil it. That's okay. No, but the thing is, so. The male woman okay. one was so hard to watch, yeah. I thought. I, I like, like that one. That's weird. Dick. He was being a dick. I but feel he's... like in past seasons, when he's being a dick, oh, the, the conceit is at least he's right. You know, like yeah. he's being a dick because he's. Uh, uh, objectively right in he's the situation. He's taking it too far. Yeah. But lately, it's just, no, he's being a dick. Like, he's not necessarily right. How was he being a dick to the male woman? Remind me. Uh, he was just being very rude to her about her profession, and then he asked her to, like, walk over the book to Richard well, he Lewis. He always does that. That's, like, overreach. I feel like I'm defending. I don't, I don't want to be in that situation. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was one of the and the movie theater thing. <laughs> one of the weird. best lines though was that he goes, you know, R- Richard Lewis lends him the book, mm-hmm. uh, and he goes, uh, and he and he and he says, "I don't think you read it. You know, I don't really believe that you read it." The stuff goes, between him and Richard Lewis has yeah. been great. He yeah, goes, yeah. "What is this dragnet?" <laughs> <laughs> Every episode has one or two very funny moments, but like story wise, yeah. it's mostly garbage. I feel, yeah. I don't know. I, I'm enjoying it. But Him and Richard I'll, Lewis, all those scenes. Like, if this show was just the two of them in a room, it would have been... It's like the people that he has great chemistry with, he still has great chemistry with, but there's not much beyond that to me. I think the two of you are misandrists. That's the only <laughs> reason you could not like this show. <laughs> uh, actually, we got another question. Oh. I can't... Fi- I'm going to try to find the email now, but I remember the question was... Uh, it was along the lines of, I really like Curb Your Enthusiasm... Is Susie Essman what all Jews from New York are like? Or something like that? Well, we're all Jews from New York. We're not like that. To be fair, Susie Essman herself is not like that. That's yeah, just yeah. a character she's she acting, plays. If but, you ever heard her interview, she's a very right. sweet lady. She has that accent, though. Yeah, she's sure. Not, yeah, yeah. She doesn't have like that, that nastiness. Yeah. Uh, but she, but I, I here's okay. It's actually from Doom Guy, and it's is Susie from Curb Your Enthusiasm a typical New York lady? Or just an angry stereotype. I kind of like her. I'd say yes, yes to both things. Yeah. it's not an either or. It's a, it's a stereotype based on a large segment of people, mostly Long Island. I would say there are Island. absolutely women in New York City that are exactly oh Susie Essman, to and a you tea. will find them all over the city. I especially find them in like supermarkets mm-hmm. when I'm when I'm shopping. Uh, you know, places where where housewife would go. I would say the highest concentration. I would say she's doing a Long Island woman in that show. She's no, a Long Island. In this most like recent Brooklyn. episode, he said that she her she's, character's from the Bronx, yep. which surprised me. Mm. <laughs> but I guess that works, too. But he also writes the show, and his idea of the Bronx is how it was in 1954. Yeah, so, he has not been back. And the Bronx used to be the world capital of Judaism. Did it really? Yeah. The Bronx? the Bronx was 100% Jew, more so than any of the other boroughs. And, and they then, probably moved to Long Island. Right. Yeah. The Bronx yeah. was the first one like that sort of got, you know, people matriculating into it of, of other races uh, and projects being built there and stuff. So that was the first <laughs> borough that had a mass exodus of Jews running away in, in horror and <laughs> f- white flight. <laughs> Uh, but then all the boroughs did the same thing. And not just Jews, I shouldn't just say, but that's where all the Jews were. All types of white people. 
run away whenever they start building housing for other people. Hugo just emailed me to let me know how many dispensaries are within walking distance of his house. Oh, really? Thanks, Hugo. That's very. <laughs> there's a lot of them. them. Is that like an invitation to your to his house for you? Like, look, Hugo, you are you inviting them. me over? I now know where you live. How does that information help you at all? You're on the air, Hugo. You inviting me over? Sure, why not? <laughs> oh. Do you have a favorite dispensary of the ones within walking distance? There's so many. Uh, no, I just I always I do the rounds. I go to everyone. <laughs> Supporting See what the deals local are? business. Good for you. Gotcha. Are right. they all like connected together? So if you go to like five of them in the same day, do they know that you've already been overserved, or do they have no idea? No, they're actually very hostile towards each other. Very. Wow. Huh. So um, weed wars. Like, yeah, they'll they'll talk shit about each other. They'll talk they'll talk shit about the weed at other places. Yeah, because it's all or mom and pop shops. Like sketchy. Yeah. Hmm. I wouldn't so have thought. It's not like pharmacies. No. Those people should like mail out and smoke no. some of the supplies. Yeah, seriously. Oh well. Anything else you go? No, okay. I'm just listening in because I can't get the stream to work. Okay. Thanks, Rob. I'm sorry. I don't know what's it's going not, on with that. It's not that. Rob. It's the technology. I want to say if you're, if you're a caller and you're just listening and you we happen to pick up on you, just say something. Just yeah. come up with something. It Have sounds, something prepared. It sounds very bad to say, oh, I was just listening. Like, nothing against you, Hugo. I think you're a great caller. You're awesome. Yeah. Just say just a general Tell us tip. what you're wearing, maybe. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. Anything. Something titillating. Yeah. Uh, nothing. <laughs> oh, hey Rob, he's emailing you nude. Wow, I'm so honored. <laughs> Next step is to email you nudes. Mm. One letter away. That's yeah. all you are. You decide whether it's an S or a Z. Is Rob too intimidating for you to send, uh, send <laughs> That's nudes right. to? What? He's going to have a nude of the day soon. No. <laughs> Rob, get a facelift. <laughs> What's wrong with me? You already stretch out your balls. Just stretch your face <laughs> up a little bit. <laughs> Cinch it. Cinch it. All right. Thanks, Hugo. I wanted to say that, uh, you know, everyone's freaking out about the concentration camp jokes, which I thought were completely innocuous. What I was actually offended by that Price is Right sketch which I thought was actually anti-Semitic, unlike the concentration camp. I forget stuff. why. Who? What was? Because they it was Celebrity Price is Right, mm-hmm. and they had the players playing with celebrities, yeah. and one of the guys was with Bernie Sanders, and everything Bernie Sanders said was just, I'm a cheap I'm Jew. I'm a cheap Jew. I, oh, yeah. I have a suit. I have one suit. I wash it all the time, and I keep wearing it over and over. I'm going to bid eight cents on this because I don't like to spend anything on anything, and it's eight cents is my bid. I bet that... Uh, Larry David wrote all of that material. I whoever I wrote it, I feel like it's I feel like it's just an excuse to say like here's a bunch of anti Jewish shit, haha, and it's okay because Larry David is saying it. Mm. You well, know? I don't think I don't think the intent was to be anti Semitic. No. I but I agree that they were like, Oh, nobody will accuse us of being anti Semitic because right. it's Larry David he delivering the line right. his Larry cheap David. jokes. But the jokes were very Cheap, like right. uh, I, you know, intended. honestly, watching, I didn't make that connection at all. I just thought it was like specifically making fun of Bernie Sanders. Well, but I, th- though, I guess it's sort of yeah, 
Link. I think it's the same thing. I think yeah. people during his campaign said that, like, oh, he's a cheap Jew and, you know, he wants free stuff. And it was a way of slandering him. And now they're kind of... It's kinda... mild dog whistling, I would feel. Perhaps unintentionally. No, I, yeah, I don't think it's intentional to, to make fun of Jews at all. I just think they don't give a shit that, yeah. you know what I mean? And it's like they're conscious of the, how it's going to look and do it anyway because it's okay because the Jew's doing it. So... Also, it's probably uh, a good thing Sean didn't come this week. Why? A lot of Jew stuff? Uh, well, no, because he works for oh, yeah. NBC Late Night. I don't know that he'd be eh. super comfortable with us critiquing one he, of the shows. He can just sit out and sit out one conversation. He, oh, he could promise to come next week, though. Can, we'll he, can he take the pro show side of it and argue with us? Uh, he's, I, I suspect no. Okay. He would rather just sort of slink out of the room like that... Uh, what is that meme of Homer Simpson going into the bushes? Oh, yeah. He would just do one of those. <laughs> just mm. into the pillows on the couch. So we have some voicemails. Mm. Can well, I, before we do that, can I oh, say yes. I just wanted to mention that Roy Halladay died today. Yeah, Ooh. pretty crazy. Uh, future Hall of Fame pitcher. Yeah. Played for Toronto and Philly. And he died flying his own plane and crashing it, which I, I oh. you know, and I, and I went on Facebook, and the first thing after this happened was, I'm inundated with like 90, oh my God, rest in peace, Roy Halliday. And I'm like, of course it's sad that he died, but like you're inflicting this on yourself. Like you yeah. have $190 billion. Just sit at home and watch TV. Like what do you, why, what does this need to fly a fucking plane? Like it's, uh, it's hard. Like, uh, just go in a plane and have someone fly it for you. Why? Well, do you... It's, uh, it's fun. But he can't do it. <laughs> so many, all these guys do this and they crash into shit. Rob, when you see stories like this, does it make you worry for Pepe? Uh, he hasn't uh, been. He doesn't like, do that anymore. He didn't complete it. He didn't have enough time. <laughs> Neither did Roy. Oh, <laughs> I think he didn't do the landing set of the lesson. Yeah. Oh, the fuck. And you're also, you know, it's not so much fun for the guys whose house you land on. Well, did he did he land in? On I think he land landed or, in water, yeah. but you don't know where you're gonna land if I you're guess gonna that's crash. Still someone's house. And like, yeah, you killed some fish. Kill a fucking windsurfer. Kill Obama, maybe. He could be. Oh no, Richard Branson and Obama. Yeah, what if they're windsurfing together? God forbid. Very selfish act. Okay. Well, uh, we do have some voicemails. Imagine if one of them is from Roy Halliday saying he's a big fan. He wants to come on the show next week. Oh, we had him. We were so close. That's like, like, like time traveling live cast curse. He died before we got him. On. We just didn't know. Just leaving us a voicemail to be on the show. Turn it to Seinfeld. Oh, please be right. Just leaving us a voicemail can kill you. All right. It's amazing. Yo, what up? It's Dead Stretch. What's good? Uh, I was going to try to call in these last two episodes to tell how I fayound <laughs> Madeline Jackson livecast. But, like, you guys switched the dates up on me, and it kind of, like, fucked everything up. Yeah. I even recorded a message on my phone, like Rob says, this email. But even that process was too long, and I forgot. Anyway, uh, quick, he actually sent us that voicemail. We'll play it after. Okay. Anyways, I'll just pre pre preface. Fuck. Whatever I was trying to say there. With a throw, an old throwback for metal injection. See if I get this accent right. Hello, it's your boy, Metal Misha. And it's your edge, your boy, Sinister Shasha. 
That's my best Russian accent it's on good. the spot. No, Shinister Shasha. Yeah, that's how long Sorry. back I go. I remember those fucking videos. Nice. Hopefully I can try to remember when you guys go live on the new or not new time and call in. I think 90 seconds is almost up. Later. I'm very proud of those uh, Metal Minute, Moscow Metal Minutes, by the way. I like Rob and I started quoting some stuff from there the other day, and I was was just like, uh, I don't, I can't think off the top of my head. (laughs) But I was just like, I wish, you know, like, I miss those guys. My favorite was when we had the, um, uh, when we were doing a Dimu Borgir video. And we said, uh, oh, Dima Burger. Yeah. Our, our Uncle Dima opened yeah. that place or something. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, f- I think it was like the like one of the Christmas ones when Sasha uh, was out on the street selling drugs. 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 Drugs for sale. Drugs for sale. <laughs> <laughs> Cocaine. Heroin. But every so often, like their quotes would come in into my head if I would see like the situation happening in front of me and I would hear them responding to it. My favorite thing we did was the uh when when uh, they break up and they, oh. they're not a, they try to both do a solo act and they both bomb miserably and then they they get back together. Mhm. That was good. Well, here's uh Dead Stretch's other oh. voice memo. Oh, I can record a memo on my phone and email it in. That, that's what you always meant. Yeah. I now you just got that. So, anyways, guys, this is Jim. Uh, but I was listening to the recent episode, and I just fucking realized talking about wide nuts and playing with your nipples that I share both of those things with Rob. Like, yeah. When I was younger, my nickname was Stretch Nuts, because I literally used to fucking go around to people and ask them, "Hey, you ever see a? Cat? You know what a cat brain looks like?" And they're like, you know, what was a cat brain? You know, I turn around and I pull out just my balls, and I turn back around. That's what a cat brain looks like. But like as I got old, older, that evolved into like I like to fondle my nuts. Like I could be sitting there watching TV or whatever, and I'm fucking just. Pl- playing with my balls, stretching the skin, moving the fucking one nut to the left, the right nut to the le- other side, just moving my balls around. Well, you can switch them. And then I also like my nipples to play with. Sure, I mean like you know. Wait, you can switch your nuts into different nut sacks? Well, you temporarily they go back the second you release. You, like, you like move them around, around, but they don't like. Yeah, they go back into place. I did not know that. Yeah, Learn something know, today. Something to do on your next date. Yeah, <laughs> play, play with your man's nuts. No, but like like moving the, the like individual the, nut. Yes, well, the yaitza inside. Be delicate. Yeah. Be delicate. The nuts are not static. I mean, it's like two nuts in there that are just it's inside. Right, of but a I sack. didn't know that you can like push one into the other nut sack and the other one into the other. It's one sack. Yeah, yeah. There's it's one sack. sack. There's You're like hanging out little... with guys with two sacks. No, but there's like you know it's a, it kind of looks no, like a pouch. I've had like it depends sometimes when it's like it's like a uh, cold mm-hmm. and yeah. humid at the same time as it's cold like in December like when it's snowing mm-hmm. your your sack tightens up and uh-huh. you, they will sometimes like my nuts will be vertical mm-hmm. like one they're stacked true this is top, true one on top of he the other he is not exaggerating Noah because the, your ball sack kind of tightens up and it forces them into whatever position you happen to be laying in. Uh, I just remembered something from my night out with Rob. 
Oh, what? Just, <laughs> oh, boy. To do with nuts? He was wearing very tight jeans. We like dressed what? up a little bit. Oh, this was the UFC? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And uh, we drove into the city and Rob was adjusting his pants. He was complaining they were too tight. And I could see your nut like on your thigh, like the shape of it. Oh, the shape. I was just yeah. Oh, my God. Noah, you were checking me out. I wasn't. I looked away right like That actually, instantly. Rob has a hernia that was it is not. Sorry. Oh, God. Get that they checked were, out. They were tight. They were right People tight. don't look at me nuts because I'm intimidated. <laughs> What's wrong with me nuts? Not lift. Immediately. <sighs> is there more for... for yeah, there's a little more. You can keep that on. I'll go back. Or whatever, and I'm fucking just pl- playing with my balls, stretching the skin, moving the fucking one nut to the left, the right nut to the le- other side, just moving my balls around. And then I also like my nipples to play with. And it's the same thing. Like, how that guy said you can't tickle yourself. Well, like, I tickle myself, it gives me a different sensation. But, like, man, this is why I hate doing these things. I fucking say butt-like and like-like all the time. You just gotta oh, keep going. St- Ever since you guys pointed it out, it just annoys <laughs> me now. I notice it every time. We're in your head. A uh, minute and 20. That's not bad. This would be good. And well, do you remember this would be the, the only one. You guys did a ding. Offend. Yes. Every time I said like, it was just like he like even like 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 like. I don't want anybody else. When I think about you, I tickle myself. <laughs> play the play where he says one again. I missed it. Right the end. It every time. A uh, minute and 20. That's not bad. This would be good. And I think this would be the only one I'll send. Say goodbye. Goodbye. Never more your whipping boy. Goodbye. Goodbye, musical integrity. <laughs> All right, we got some more here. We got one from Ross. What's up, Livecast? It's Ross. Um, just wanted to leave this voicemail as a reminder that I sent not one, but two sets of drops. Not how many? How many? Metalinjection.net and a new mashup. And before what? you even get to the Rob drops in the first set. Is it Christmas? Noah, oh. Darren, Sid. You are so fucking welcome. Um, yeah, you'll be thanking me. No, Rob. Right. Uh, peace mm. out. They're saying that we're going to love the drops because they embarrass Rob. Rob. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a lot of drops in here. I combined both folders Okay. into one folder. How many folders? Hey, my, uh, like the bag that I was holding with ice, it kind of turned into a nutsack. Oh. Want to can stretch you, it, Rob? Can you yeah. twist it around and get all the balls on one side? So, isn't this what a nutsack looks like? Sort of. And then you move the egg. But it's there. all right. Let me explain to you. So there's one sack, right? <laughs> right. The reason you see two impressions is because there's two nuts in there. Right. Like the sack is not shaped like that. It's just taking the form of what's inside. Oh, okay. So you can move them around, like like I told you earlier, when they're stacked on top of each other. Yeah, yeah. Your I've balls seen look like just a round blob, like a round sack. Right. When they're hanging down, normally you see that little like. But you can move the nuts. I don't to really the other do that. Position. Uh, but I'm not as self-exploratory as Rob. Yes. Is, so. I'm sure that. it's possible. It doesn't hurt. No. 
It hurts me when I just graze my nuts, honestly. I don't, I don't yeah. like to... I don't think that, that it hurts. It's like your body like Rob's, flinching. Rob's no, nuts are co- covered in calluses from <laughs> all the abuse. He doesn't true. feel anything down yeah, there. wonderful. <laughs> Nerve endings are all <laughs> shot to shit. You do not talk ill about my nuts. I'm not. That's your a nuts make me ill. How about that? <laughs> all right. Let's, uh, let's, let's play some of these drops. Oh God! Sorry, so he put there. his dick in battery acid. <laughs> well, he put his dick in battery acid. What are that some other sense. places you've taken your dick out? The hardest hardcore of men are people that take it in the ass. Oh. Havanal. 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 You know, there's a new pop song that's like on the top of the charts that's called Havana. Havanal. Really? Yeah. It is not a cover of that what? song oh, that we've played bad. before. So. I'm gonna look in your butt. They stole uh, Rogers Clark's yeah. thunder. I'm gonna look in your butt. You said grandma's looking your butt. I'm, I'm gonna look in your butt. My scrotum. <laughs> Wanna be like Shapiva? What? what does that mean? Wanna be like Shapiva? I don't understand what that is. Take a dick from the top. There we go. That's a good one. I'm walking down Third Avenue and I'm stepping on my own ball sack here. <laughs> uh, then we have Leroy drops. Whoa. Doing a podcast. <laughs> oh Doing a podcast. Doing a podcast. Doing a podcast. <laughs> Doing a podcast. All sound the same, Rob. Sean literally looks like the head of my dick with glasses on. (laughs) Okay, when he comes back. We have to play that one, absolutely. I didn't know that Leroy was a ginger. (laughs) Yeah, apparently. Sean literally looks like the head of my dick with glasses on. Maybe it's just his dick is very white. And Sean doesn't have hair, so it's not a ginger technically at the moment. Now we're up to Noah. Yeah, I think it's really nice that he would trust me with his balls like that. Oh, you switch him up. Take a giant dump. Okay. Don't you feel good after you take a gigantic dump? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Don't you feel good after you take a gigantic dump? This was that week that we had live reads for gigantic dumps. Right. Did you ever get hooked inside of a lady's vagina? You got to take a giant dump. Don't you feel good after you take a giant dump? Well, Xlax is here <laughs> to help you out. Promo code poop injection. <laughs> Don't you feel good after you take a gigantic dump? Well, yes, I do, Noah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more. I'm a musician, Sid. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Remember that. Puts you in my joppa. I know. I heard joppa. What's the rest of it? Kiss my ass. Puts you in my joppa. Patsy! Have you ever tried sounding? Patty! I will suck your hemorrhoid. Suck your hemorrhoid. I will suck your hemorrhoid. You sound serious in that clip, too. I will suck your hemorrhoid. If you sign up for a free trial of HelloFresh, you're the worst. Oh, that's a good one. We could save that one. Like You're that the show. worst around. Then there's some Zach Amino drops. Wow. And it was like I put my dick in battery acid. Oh, a lot of battery acid. If I'm catching brains at this point, I got to take it out. <laughs> what was I get my dick pierced and not immediately have sex with somebody? Mm-hmm. Oh, Jerk off session while I get my balls sucked. Zach. 
Zach was ready to uh, leave his girlfriend for you immediately on the spot. No, no, he's in love with his girlfriend. He said that, though, on the show. I mean, he was probably just trying to get in my pants temporarily. Uh, It's not like I'm giving away a secret here. It was on the fucking same show I'm talking on right now. Right, but uh, no, no, no. No, no, no. He, but he literally no, no, would. No, 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 no. Listen, if you said he could sleep with you one time, I think he would break. Oh, up. oh. I don't know if he would break up with his girlfriend, but they're probably. I, I think. You know, if it was a deal breaker, he would break up with her. I don't think so. He'd probably murder her. Maybe for back a handshake <laughs> from you. No. <laughs> Why doesn't anyone break up with their girlfriend for me, Jose? <laughs> He'd probably, like, push her down a flight of stairs if you promised to, like, put your hand to a window and he could put his hand to the other side of that window. <laughs> that would be enough. <laughs> but we've, like, hugged before. Oh, oh. Well, you're giving it away for free. Yeah. Now he's never going to assault his girlfriend. What's wrong with you? Maybe she just gives off that vibe that you don't want to mess with her. He'd bury her I in concrete like that three-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> if you let him drink your bath Who, water. Evan Brewer? Oh, yeah. well, let's keep the baby. Out. The baby, not the singer. I mean, not the bassist. <laughs> the one that messed with the mob. Yeah, uh, I get it. Okay, next. I let him set the rat trap off on my dick. <laughs> the amount I take my dick out. <laughs> he loves his dick. He does. Duty hole. <laughs> Duty hole. <laughs> talking about that earlier. Duty hole. 718 <laughs> That's the, uh, Old phone number. the phone number. I think oh. that's a kind of Pokemon. Don't call that number if you're Russian, by the way. It doesn't go to us anymore. Just feels like you have to poop and it doesn't hurt. <laughs> what? Was that talking about anal? I, I guess. Just feels like you have to poop and it doesn't hurt. Or just pooping. <laughs> the anal would hurt, probably. But it would. pooping doesn't feel like pooping. Yeah, anal feels like you're pooping. Quid blow bro. <laughs> I don't that's know what great. I was talking about, right. but I like that's, it. That's great. That's a good, <laughs> that's a good like bro, gay bro, porn yeah. name. Yeah. Quid blow bro. I like it. Did I you was... throw poop at people? <laughs> poop at people. Are we talking about wrestling or anal? <laughs> <laughs> All right, now let's get to the Rob drops. Oh Jeez, God, frightening. Let's see. Alex Jones is smart. No, Rob. I love Jose Magan. And swim in a sea of your ass. (laughs) You better move the fuck on before we clap your balls between our butt cheeks. I want to mention a lot of these drops are me reciting lyrics from the homoerotic deathcore band Bro Job. But once again, you wrote those lyrics. I did not write the lyrics. (laughs) They had nothing to do with the band. They were inspired by you. I had nothing to do with them, but they're brilliant. Perfect heart-shaped ball sack. <laughs> Big fan of anal. Aren't we all? Well, not Darren. Build that wall. <laughs> oh, not okay. We got? <laughs> it's like my dick is doing a kegel right now. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta make sure that duty hill is clean. <laughs> a lot of duty hills. Douchebag Daryl. Pants yeah. down low, I'll eat your booty like Cheerios. Oh. The only thing that'll be ruined is the back of our throats with that big ass dick of yours. <laughs> You're lucky we don't track you down and suck your little bitch ass dick. 
Oh my god. <laughs> these are all job letters. No, these are voicemails you left to Jose Bangan. <laughs> but Stop. you should that's good. It shows that you actually like Jose Mangan and don't hate him. I, I do like Jose. What do you mean? It's proof. You left him very loving <laughs> voicemails. Sounds threatening to me. Well, that last one. He's yeah. drunk. Who the fuck are you calling gay? Grab him by the pussy. Yeah, I just said I like anal. <laughs> My daughter is Giving a piece of ass. <laughs> why, why, why the choice to be naked? No. <laughs> I like oh, I like that one. That one. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. No. Going with over. No. 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 Hey. No. No. That no sounds like a yes to me. I'm sorry. I'm not homophobic. No. <laughs> she has been nowhere near my balls ever. Noah. I hate Pantera with a passion. Oh, no, wow, Rob. So I have been near your balls Saturday night. You're bulging. Yet. Shist. I want to use your cock as a snorkel. <laughs> <laughs> now you're playing Rob's voicemails to me. Well, they're going to suck my dick. Right, you got to stretch out the butt. But you can't even swallow it. How could you be so hard if you can't even take a dick? <laughs> oh, my head. No. <laughs> oh, my head. No. <laughs> That's oh, my head. No. Oh, my head. No. No. Oh, my head. No. This is the sound of Rob flipping through Grinder on the weekend. Just one profile after another. No! Over it! Over it! Oh, good! Oh, yeah, for what he wants. Over it! Oh, you, Sid. Oh, how'd you find my profile? are you calling gay? Overhead! No! Overhead! Shake your booty. I want to use your cock as a snorkel. <laughs> no. Is that a lyric? Or is well, that's that what I'm going to yeah. say to All the right. next guy. I oh, talk to my like, okay, God. Cupid. I mean, it does take a real man to take a dick up the butt. Oh, well. <laughs> Taking dick in the butt. Talk shit, get kissed. Ted Nugent is cool. Oh no! <laughs> you gotta treat him like shit? Uh, because... No! <laughs> Alright, and then he made, a, he made a little mashup, Ross. Uh, we haven't heard a mashup in a while. Yay! Thank you. Thank you for all this work, Ross. Here's, here's the mashup. I mean, it does take a real man to take a dick up the butt. Oh, well. Oh, well. How can you be so hard if you can't even I'm take a backup a dick. singer? Who the fuck are you calling gay? You're lucky we don't track you down and suck your little bitch-ass dick. How can you be so hard if you can't even take a dick? Talk shit, get kissed, and swim in a sea of your ass. The only thing that'll be ruined is the back of our throats with that big-ass dick of yours. Who the fuck are you calling gay? You better move the fuck on before we clap your balls between our butt cheeks. 
perfect heart-shaped ball sack. Well, they're gonna suck my dick, but you can't even swallow it. Robba, use a freak. Robba, Robba, use a freak. Robba, use a freak. Robba, Robba, use a freak. Robba, use a freak. Robba, Robba, use a freak. 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 I want to use your cock as a snorkel. Right, you gotta you stretch out the butt. Pants down low. I'll eat your booty like Cheerios. Yeah, just right. I like anal. Gay. 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 Whoa! Whoa! Good stuff. Wow. Uh, I was wondering, did Ross make those beats, or did he find them somewhere? Because that was pretty good. Rob would know he listens to that kind of music. Public domain. Does sound familiar to you? Does not sound familiar to me. Job well done. Wait, can, can you ask me that again? Did that sound familiar to you? No. <laughs> <laughs> You have to send that one to Darren. No! Overhead! No! Overhead! I should make that the... No! Your text sound. No! Overhead! No! Overhead! No! Overhead! No! 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 I'm not homophobic. No, Sid didn't eat my asshole. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I, I just yeah. want to make that clear. Okay? I'm a Mary in Maryland. <laughs> I love Jose Mangan. I do love Jose Mangan. He's a wonderful person. Rest in peace. No, I greatly disagree with that. <laughs> All right. We're going to wrap it up. We'll be back next week. Two weeks in a row on a Tuesday. Look wow. at us. With Sean possibly. Sean maybe. Sean possibly. Or listening live maybe Leroy's you actually penis. hear us. Not Sean Greasons? <laughs> Sean possibly. Oh, okay. He's heard? a good guy. Is that like a Disney Channel character? Like Kim Possible? That's the new uh, <laughs> pilot featuring Sean Hayes. <laughs> Sean possibly. <laughs> like, That's could a, he be bisexual? Yeah, possibly. It's like a, a cross-gender Kim Possible he's playing. Sean, possibly. <laughs> uh, all right. Kevin can wait. Uh, please make sure to rate and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you listen to us. The more ratings we get, the nicer those software apps things are to us. So please, on the podcast app, if you enjoy what you listen to, let us know. Also, you could follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Metal Injection Livecast, twitter.com slash MI Livecast. I have a question for you. I'm sorry, Darren. Did you want to go first? No, do your question, then I'll go. Uh, Kyle was mentioning that he was listening to the archives. If people want to go back to, like, let's say, episode zero, how do they do that? Go to metalinjection.net slash livecast, hit the archive button, and then in the pages, go to the last page. In addition to that... Uh, we are now putting the most recent uh, episode on YouTube. So there's mm-hmm. already last week's episode on there. And every week after the show is over, within probably 24 hours, the most recent show will also go on there. And eventually, I would like to somehow get all of the shows on YouTube. But that would take forever. So little by little. But yeah. all the new shows will be going on YouTube, on our YouTube channel, mm-hmm. which is MI Livecast. 
So please uh, subscribe, interact with us. We post every day on social media. Pick up some merch. Pick up a T-shirt. You can get a Dorinsky throw pillow now. Oh, I saw oh that. God. Or a Raba. Th- all of our you designs can, yeah. on throw pillows. You can get. A, I just want the meat throw pillow if, if need be. Yeah. And, that uh, Dorinsky pillow. Let me just tell you <laughs> that thing. Not because it's me or anything. It looks so fucking classy on a pillow. <laughs> it looks so just like you, Darren. It, it's just the design. I didn't. It's, it's a handsome pillow. It's not because of me being on it. It's the the, the way yeah. it was designed. Just looks so good on a pillow. Like all the font and all the. How much know, is the pillow? Twenty four. That's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. At home goods, yeah. it's like even more. <laughs> is it? Tw- I don't even say. Might even. Well, be there's different that. size pillows, but the smallest size pillow <gasps> is twenty four. It's definitely affordable. Yeah. Can we get like a body size pillow so I can snuggle with my mm-hmm. Raba? There is a large pillow. A memory it's, it's foam? <laughs> You'll have to look it up. Can you imagine if 17-year-old Raba heard this clip and Noah wanted to snuggle with oh. a pillow of you? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> All right, we're going to get out. Dr. Evil. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're going to get out of here. We'll be back next week. Thank you, as always, for listening to us rumble and uh, play us out during skate. We are the nation of domination. I'm a lineman in color. Don't diss the man. Overblown, rush your mother. Listen, what I'm saying is for real, not playing. Farouk is the man. Hit your knees and start praying. Vampiro! Vampiro! Got power like the bear. Look quick like the cat. Put two and two together. Fill your face on the mat. You count the stars while the ref counts three. Hope you like the look of Zillas, cause that's all you're gonna see. We are the nation. He's harder than a rock and he can't be stopped You suck a sip to the side unless you wanna get dropped The boys from the hood are on the M.I.C. Spitting out the rhymes is J.C. Ice and Wolfie D Clarence Mason is the boss, cross the T's and dot an eye. He tells the truth, the whole truth, and never tells a lie Nation, a domination Nation, a domination